0: And today is a speaker meeting and we have Nancy P speaking. I have been ma- making personal outreach calls to Nancy P for several months now. Um, she's awesome. She always answers the phone and she is always more than eager to be of service to a newcomer or a fellow who is also working to recover from compulsive eating. I find her you know, availability and, and interest in service to be truly inspiring. And it's really helped me personally to recover from compulsive eating. And that is why I was so honored when she agreed to come and speak to my fellows here today in our humble little nine tools meeting. So Nancy, I'm going to turn it over to you and start the timer. And thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Carol. Thanks for um, everybody for being here. And um, I'm really glad Um, you weren't kidding. That was really glowing. I feel like now I need to really step up. So uh, my name is Nancy P. I'm a compulsive overeater and I'm recovered. And I never ever would have thought that. I'm, not only am I recovered, but I'm serene. And the reason I say that is because for me, abstinence is not the goal. It's, yeah, I don't hurt myself with food anymore, but that is the least of the gifts that I've been given um, in my recovery and today, anything that causes my mind, any dis, I like to call it disquiet, anything that sort of disturbs my serenity, I, I gotta get rid of it. And, you know, this, I mean, I don't wanna go too much into my history. I mean, I can, but, um, you know, I have, I've been in o- Overeaters Anonymous since 1971. So from 1971 to 2017, that's 47 years, I got zip, I got no not only no recovery, but no relief from the obsession of the mind. So, you know, if I wasn't eating compulsively, if my body was the right size, or even if I wasn't, but I wasn't eating compulsively, I was obsessed with not eating. You know, the little voice in my head would say, it's so awesome to be abstinent because abstinence is fantastic and I love it and it's so great. I love to weigh and measure my food and my food is so great because I'm abstinent and abstinence is fantastic Been, and being abstinent is great, and I love it, and I'm so abstinent. Like, I'm just as tethered to the food when my mind is saying that as I am when I say, I'm at a party, and there's cookies over there, and if I go and steal one, no one will know, and my husband won't know, and I can put it in my pocket and hide and go in the ladies' room and eat it fast and then flush the toilet and then come out. No one will know. Maybe I can walk over by there, but again, no one will see me, and they won't notice. And I mean, I'm just as tied to the food from both ends. So the, the, um, the solution that Overeaters Anonymous gives me is relief from both of those. If, if, right, if means promise, consequence, or threat when it's written in the book, if, when you see the word if, promise, consequence, or threat, if I do what it says in the book exactly as it says in the order that it says. And um, on the first page of the doctor's opinion, it says um, in the course of his third treatment, that he's talking about Bill, um, this guy he acquired certain ideas concerning a possible means of recovery as part of his rehabilitation he commenced to present his conceptions to other alcoholics impressing upon them that they must do likewise with still others and it goes on but that sentence that little those few sentences talks essentially to me about um fellowship with other people alcoholics are compulsive overreaders, you know like people of like mind and that's the first page of the doctor's opinion. And guess what that actually is? That's actually step 12, right? Step 12 says we have to do three things. We have spiritual awakening, we practice these principles and we carry the message. That's what we have to do. And it talks about step 12 on the first page of the doctor's opinion. The guy hasn't even done anything except that. He's written that, basically written that. So it's super, super duper important, this this um, idea of fellowship with others. So. So, okay, so you can get fellowship with others with meetings, but you know, how many meetings a week can you go to? You know, like people have jobs, they have families, they have you know, other commitments. They just can't be spending all day at the meeting, at a meeting. Um, but telephone for me is, um, has been the way that I have, the best, the, the most effective way for me to reach that place where I'm, I'm relieved from the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind. Um, And I do that, I I arrived there through bitter experience. I will just say that. I mean, I came into um, Overeaters Anonymous completely agnostic, completely full of myself, completely arrogant. And the only thing, well, I guess I'm still all of those things, but the only thing that I'm totally that way in spades is I'm very agnostic. So I'm not big on praying. Um, I'm not you know, like I get, I get a lot of calls because I make a lot of calls and, um, you know, I've had people say to me, okay, I want to do 10th step and I'm upset about, um, something or whatever it is. It never matters to me because I never care about what the details are, but, um, you know, I'm upset about this and, uh, I don't, you know, I don't, this is what I think. And, I'll say, okay. Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm going to pray. And my response to that is, yeah, that's probably not going to work too well, because how often did we pray? Please, just please let me, you know, be thin. Please let me get through this party. Please let me, you know, whatever it is. Please, please, please. And then we just sort of, you know, cross our fingers and hope for the best. And that doesn't work. So you need to take action. And for me, um, I do a lot of action. I, um, I. I sponsor people, I speak at meetings such as this, I make myself available to take 10-step calls, I, I make a lot of phone calls, support, outreach calls, you know, I do all that, but the, the thing that, you know, that really um, helped me to turn the corner was the phone calls, and I came into, uh, you know, in 2017, we had a family catastrophe that my, one of my um, children was engaging in self-harm, pretty pretty drastically. And, um, you know, basically hacking yourself up with a razor blade and burning herself. And, um, you know, I couldn't eat fast enough to get ahead of that. I couldn't. And trust me, I tried hard. And, um, you know, I got into this, this new um, way to practice my program through a vision for you. And, you know, I felt great. And who wouldn't? If you, if any of you are familiar with it, who wouldn't feel great? Because they talk about the solution, they don't talk about the problem. I mean, I've been to enough meetings where they all get up and they talk about how abstinent they are and how grateful they are to be abstinent. And you know that to me is a mile wide and an inch deep. I don't, I'm not interested in that. That's like, that's not going to get me anywhere. And um, my sponsor said, you know, I put the food down. You know, I put the food down. I was able to put the food down to listen, but I knew this new thing wasn't going to work continuously unless I did more. So I got a sponsor and she was per- a perfect sponsor for me. She's not my friend, but I, you know, I love her. She's more, we have more like a professional relationship. I love my hairdresser too. And I, I pay him, you know, and I love my dry cleaner and I pay them. And, and I love my sponsor, even though she's we're not buddies, I wouldn't choose her for a friend, but she is super effective. And one of the things that she told me to do was make two, at least two phone calls a day. And I was in such pain because of our family situation that um, when I was, if I was awake, basically, if I wasn't sleeping, working or taking care of my family, I was on the phone. And I did not eat so much as an extra grain of rice. And I cried buckets and gallons and rivers and rivers and buckets and gallons of oceans of tears. I could not, I, you know, if I was awake, I was always also crying. So it can be done is my point. And the doctor's opinion starts with that. And then we move to, you know, the 10th step, which um, the paragraph before um, what Carol read is super, super duper important. If you want to get better, I would suggest doing this, you know, This thought, which is, they talk about the ninth step promises, brings us to step 10, which suggests that we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any mistakes as we go along. Blah, 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 blah. All that is very good, very important. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past, also very important. We have entered the world of the spirit, excellent reward, right? Um, Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness, also very important. But here's where the, here's where the, the, kernel is. This is not an overnight matter. That's lucky, because I always wanted to start at the end and backfill all the details, like whatever was convenient for me. I never wanted to go through the process exactly as it was written. Um, It should continue for a lifetime. Um, Continue to watch for self-interest, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, which they do, I mean, my life, trust me, the glowing reference from Carol, notwithstanding, my life is like a popular nightclub one problem will get solved and then the bouncer at the door says okay you next five you can go in that's exactly what it's like so when these crop up we ask god at once to remove them no i'm very agnostic so i'm not really into god but you know whatever your whatever floats your boat you can use we discuss them with someone immediately that's step five and we make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone steps eight and nine then and this is where you know then we resolutely turn our attention turn our thoughts to someone we can help resolutely meaning with focus and determination and so I get a lot of 10-step calls in fact I got one this morning that was you know all like a lot of detail of course I'm not never interested in the details and to me you know if you have to make restitution you make restitution and then you're done and then I always say to people I'm a knitter and I always say well what about making a phone call like if I you know do you have any suggestions and I always say yes I do if I if it were me I would spend the next 45 minutes on the phone and make three or four or five or however many phone calls to put the final you know finish the row like you're forgetting the last five stitches on the row if you don't make phone calls that people sort of fall off they're like well I, you know I I I'm having this thing this 10th step and I know that I need to talk about it and I know that I need to make an amend and then I'm praying and I still feel terrible and I'm like well I can feel myself when I feel that way. Um, When I pick up the phone and I say to somebody else, hi, it's Nancy P. I don't, I get, you get one phone call to complain when you make your 10th step. At least that's what I tell people. I say, okay, this is your complaining phone call. After this, you make a half a dozen phone calls and you don't get to talk about it. You say, you reach out to somebody else because whatever the problem is, whatever you're upset about, whatever I'm upset about is not the problem. I'm the problem. So what I need to do is get away from myself. I don't wanna talk about my feelings. That's like sitting in a poopy diaper. Who wants to do that? Yuck. So, you know, I need to get out of myself. And for me, the most efficient way to do that is through making phone calls. And the thing that keeps me in, the, in my right mind is making phone calls. And I do all the other stuff that it says. I do an 11 step inventory in writing every single night. I, um, you know, I listen to meetings most days um, unless I have a good excuse not to, I sponsor. I, you know, I make phone calls, I read the literature, I do everything that it says, but the one thing that is consistent, it's portable, it's available almost 99.9% of the time for me is phone calls because I have my phone at the ready and, and I have often have my headset with me, whether I'm walking or if I'm gardening or, um, you know, if I'm home or at work or whatever I'm doing, I can always make a phone call. I can always step out, make a quick phone call. I don't, I'm not really a step outer and maker of quick phone calls, really not too often, but I prepare myself. If I, if I know that I'm going into a circumstance where life is going to be challenging, like if there's going to be food that I'm uncomfortable with or food, a lot of food, if it's an eating event that I, that I don't want to eat at. I mean, I've got my, you know, I made a decision a long time ago. I joined um, vision for you, December 1, 2017, and I've not had to hurt myself with food since that day, but that was right. Our boring life does tick up a little bit in, in, uh, between Thanksgiving and New Year. So we have a few parties and open houses and that sort of thing to go to. And I said to myself, I have to, I gotta be able to do this without eating. And I said, all right, my the one thing that I'll do is no matter what time of day the, um, the event is, I'm gonna eat my dinner and brush and floss my teeth before I go out. And then I make a bunch of phone calls before I leave without talking about, you know, I'm just prepping myself for this party. I just, I just make phone calls and get in touch with other compulsive overreaders, other compulsive overreaders, just like what it says on the first page of the doctor's opinion, impressing pressing upon them that they must do likewise with still others. And then we move to the 10th the step. And there's no problem that's too big or too small that I have not felt relief from from making, from getting in touch with, you know, with my, 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 I call them my homies, you know, with my gang. And um, big ones like my family, you know, my family catastrophe when all I did was cry. And, you know, I've been, um, you know, if I forget to, if I ding my manicure, which is a frequent thing because I garden and I cook, um, you know, I'll call, call somebody up, not talk about the problem, but if all problems, if all things lead to the refrigerator, whether you, you know, ding your manicure or God forbid you, you know, lose a child then all pain is equal. So I, I keep up with that. That's like, um, you know, lightweights, high reps, you know, I do that sort of over and over and over again, because um, it works. And it's, in fact, it's become a working part of my mind. When I stopped eating compulsively, I had a lot of time to do all the stuff that I do. When I was eating compulsively, and people would say, sponsor, meetings, calls, literature, service, you know, all that stuff, I'd be think to myself holy moly there's no way i don't have any time to do that well when you stop eating compulsively and you stop thinking about eating compulsively it's like cleaning out your purse all of a sudden it's like this gigantic you know vessel that holds a lot of stuff and that was my my life my life turned into a huge empty cavern that i could fit all this other stuff in and have time to do the things that i love and have time to, um, you know, be available to my family and to be, you know, spend time with my friends and to to garden and to, you know, do all that stuff. So, you know, to me, the phone has been the best, you know, especially that's five minutes. Okay. That's excellent because I have one more thing to say. um, That's been the most efficient vehicle to do that. And the last thing that I'll talk about is one of my favorite lines in the book. I mean, every line is, is like my favorite line in the book, but If anybody calls me, especially with 10 step stuff, I always say, um, I always go to this spot, whereas the first line, the first sentence of working with others says, practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. And the the operative words there are nothing, ensure immunity and intensive. And um, so nothing means nothing, right? Doesn't mean everything except that or nothing, all of this and and that too, or except for that, or anything like that. Nothing means nothing, zero. And insure for me is is a fantastic word because um, I love insurance. I have a lot of it. My home's insured, my cars are insured, my stuff in my house is insured. I even have long-term critical care insurance in case I have a stroke so that the state doesn't take all my money. And immunity means that if you do something like a vaccine, you'll never get something again. So ensure an immunity together, who wouldn't want that? And then intensive, that means this is not one and done. You cannot say like, you know how it says uh, in the fifth step, it says, you know, a mumbled apology or whatever will not do. We have to go deeper, we have to do this right. One phone call here and there is not gonna do it. And one phone call a day is not gonna do it. When When my sponsor told me to make two phone calls a day, I decided I was gonna make two connections a day And that was hard because people are at work or they can't, whatever. I get a lot of voicemails. And um, so I made between two and maybe 20 or 30 calls a day. And guess what happened? I didn't eat, mental obsession left, and I became serene. So today, that was good practice. And, and, you know, before I came into vision um, and was forced to make phone calls and um, I would go to a meeting here and there, and I'd hear some woman speak, and I'd say she's she's pretty cool. Maybe I'll give her a call, and I'd say hi. You know, this is Nancy P. from you know Sunday night or whatever the meeting was, and they'd be like, "Who? Who are you? I don't know who you are." You know, I'm just trying to, you know, what do you look like? And it would be embarrassing, and so I, you know, I'd say, "Well, you know, blah 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 blah," and then I'd get off the phone, and it was just humiliating. It just I felt so unwelcome, and you know, when I call Vision people or anybody that I meet on these meetings, I get a lot of calls. I've seen dogs at dog parks that are less happy to be there than vision people are to talk to me. And so I make it, a, Carol is right. I will, I will accept the, um, the glowing reference on me being available on the phone. I am always thrilled when people call me and I try to make them feel welcome and feel like they're really important because they are. And if you, if anybody is struggling with food and you wanna get better, get yourself a sponsor, do exactly what she says immediately and as hard as you can and get on the phone and don't get off. If you are awake, you should be on the phone. And I'm telling you, um, that's what I did. And I would, I would say that, you know, my way of practicing my program might not be like the best way, but the data show me that I haven't hurt myself with food in three years and I am serene. And I'll take that over any food plan or any whatever. I don't, you know, like I'm Serene and I'll pass with that. Thanks, Carol.